Blog Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. It's such a faithful God. I've seen Him show up for me. Yeah. 
You're a faithful God. Awesome is your name. You do mighty things. <laughs> you do glory. You're a faithful God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You're a miracle working God. Your name, you want to declare it. Your name, your name, your name is
Shalom, shalom. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Praise God. Another day the Lord has given us. Another time we can come together in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Welcome, welcome, Brother Andrew and Sister Connie. Praise God. And Sister Jeanette should be coming soon. And all else who wants to join us, I'm telling you, 
I'm starting to learn that, you know, people are missing a lot when they don't come into these small groups and have time with the Lord. They really are. It's amazing what God is doing, trying to get people uh, involved, trying to get people connected. As we're understanding more, why? Why not? Where is their love for their God and Savior? Where is the love to return to him that he has given up? He's given us everything. He's done it all. Why can't people be there to honor him and thank him and praise him and serve him? In such a time as this, that's right, brother, two or three gathered together, there, in my, there, there he is. Yes, he's here. He's here because the Holy Spirit within us. And here comes this uh, Sister Jeanette right now. Praise God. Uh, get that up. Oops. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It is so important. It's so, excuse me. So important about your relationship with the Savior. What motivates you? What makes you want to live each day? Who's on the throne? Hope and pray it's not any of us, because that is prideful. And that's arrogant, and you don't know your place. We have to understand that he is God and creator. And we are the created one. He has all power, authority, and glory. We have very many Macalene, can you say the word now? Ones that think they're it. I can't say that word, but anyway. They just think they are it. They think they are the power. They're the authority. Well, every one of them is under the power and authority of Jesus Christ. He has stripped all the power of the following Satan and all his cohorts. He is victorious. He is king of kings and lord of lords. And he loves each of us personally. How much do we love him? Well, one factor that will tell you is that you're concerned about others. And you want to help others and pray for others. And that you have a heart for God, for the lost. And I can tell you now, as I say this in urgency. The Lord has told me, start praying for the left behind. Start praying for the left behind. But we want to share with them they don't have to be left behind. They can go home with Jesus because our Lord is coming soon. Everything that is happening is coming together, as the Word of God says. And more and more people are getting more vivid visions and dreams, clear of showing. The Lord's coming for his church and bride. Hallelujah. It's glorious and mighty. Everything that's going on is pointing to God's glorious time. Everything is happening, and you see the power of God when these people that are filled with the ways of the devil want to kill, steal, and destroy. They can't because the restrainer's here. Well, understand this, brothers and sisters. Understand this. You're part of the restraining. Because you represent the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You have all authority and power in the name of Jesus as 
God wants it to be, and that's one of the reasons we cannot be here when the Lord comes for his church and bride. No, we cannot, because we would have the power and authority over all the power of darkness, and they wouldn't get nothing done. That's why the church won't be here. But anyway, praise God, exciting times are living. It's amazing what God's doing. Today we had a wonderful lunch, and because of a, of a little restaurant, small town Texas, called Granny's, uh, give a shout out because really good food in there if you ever come to Dublin, Texas, that uh, we had tables and we had to sit by somebody. We'd sit by and talk to some other people, and they got up, and then here comes this family. And the shout out that they're listening, I gave them cards to listen to the Lord's Hour tonight or my YouTube channel, but we shout out to the Abels. Their names I'd like after uh, one of Adam's son, Abel. And uh, and it's uh, uh, it's Mike and it's Melvin and, uh, oh, Lord, uh, not Michelle. Margie, Margie, I think. Anyway, uh, we, thank, we thank God for each one of them, their family, and, and it was a wonderful time of praising the Lord together right there in that, uh, in that uh, restaurant. And then uh, we got a text from Brother Al. Do you remember Brother Al, Sister Nett? I don't know, Brother Andrew, if you do, or Sister Connie. We got a text from Brother Andrew, uh, Brother Al Henley used to come here some, uh, one of our friends from uh, uh, Jesus Matter Ministry and uh, Minister Paul. Well, uh, Sis Jeanette, I don't know if you know or not. Uh, yes, I don't know if you know or not. Uh, Sis Sunshine, her name's Dorothy, passed away. Well, she moved up. She graduated, as we say. Sunshine, that was the sunshine of Christ here on earth, has moved her sunshine up to heaven. Uh, we got the message. Uh, not sure, uh, but she on the... Uh, 22nd of February, I saw it, yes, I saw uh, her birthday, and I said happy birthday to her, and that she responded, thank you, and may God, you know, love be upon you. So I'll be praying for Brother, uh, I mean, Brother Al and the Henley family and the Wallace family, and, uh, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it was another shock to us, huh? We're learning. You know, God is in control. But she's she's at home. And she'll be another one like my Pastor Victor. They'll be up there welcoming us when we come, when we all come. Hallelujah. While we all come. Now, I'm going to show you a couple of uh, scriptures <laughs> that the Lord is showing us even more about, that. you know, it's truth about us uh, being with the Lord, and he's coming for us. And it's from our reading today. I don't know if y'all saw it, but very clear by the word of God and very in a place in uh, uh, excuse me, Colossians, very powerful book. And it talks about because of who he is and what he's done to put on the new self, who you are in Christ. And the word of God says, therefore, Colossians 3, verses 1 through uh, 3 or 4, uh, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, 
sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep focus habitually, that means lifestyle, on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth. Why? Because the things in heaven are eternal. The things on earth are what? Which has only temporal value. Well, there's the end of any man's way of thinking they can do anything about salvation. It's all temporal. Temporal from this world and man's perspective. And then he goes on in verse 3. For you have died to the world, and your new real life is hidden in Christ in God. Hallelujah. Again, proven that it is all about Jesus. Now listen to this and tell me what this is about. When Christ, who is our life, appears, don't say coming and coming down on the earth, but appears, then you will also you uh, then you also will appear with him in glory. I think that's a picture of the day of redemption, the resurrection rapture, and going home all in one. Isn't that powerful? Now I found something else when I was reading about uh, at uh, uh, my uh, prayer ministry at Calvary Fellowship. Let's pray about it. And that, um, well, maybe. don't seem like the computer's moving right now. So I might have to wait on that. It's unbelievable how all these updates and it just slows everything down. It's like, you know, it's no fun uh, on the deal. So we'll... We'll hold that. But anyway, it's talking about the incense and incense bowls and that you know that you keep God's sweet, sweet smell and, and, and fragrance in his throne room. You know what makes that happen, the incense, is your prayer, your prayers. And then it goes in talking about the prayers of the saints, God's people, and there it goes, low enough. We can get to it here real quick. Because it's powerful. But in uh, 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 Revelation chapter 5, in the sequence, in the sequence, man, things being slow. Make a way, Lord. In the sequence of, I'll just say it because it is going so slow. Um, in the sequence of that scripture, Romans, I mean, uh, Revelation 5, it talks about uh, the incense of all of God's people, okay? And then Revelation, I think that's three, and then verse four says, they sing a new song. So when we're when Christ is opening the seals, the Lamb of God, talking about the prayers on the altars mixed with the prayers of the saints' incense, God's incense, and then the next verse says, they sing a new song. Well, where are we at? We're in heaven. And when did this happen? Before the tribulation starts. So there's another key. You can look up in Revelation 5 and check it out yourself. It is very powerful. Yes. Oh, yes, I know, sis. And she stopped. Yes. She's with the Lord. She's the greatest joy, for she is now with her Savior. Amen. Amen. And she was so bright. Her face would shine, you know. And, and such a smile, and we had the privilege of meeting them in Houston, and uh, we're hoping the best for them. Uh, uh, he told us about that we're not going to be able to go to the funeral, but we're going to send a uh, card and some flowers 
uh, what he put up, what he want. I mean, you know, she would want and everything. But we thank God for them. Uh, I mean, brother uh, Al helped me a lot with my stuff to do my online ministry. But it tells you, you know, to be ready. The Lord called her his son. Yes, he did. He did, sis. He really did. And that just tells you, you know, uh, we're getting closer. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm thankful. Now there's been people that are younger than me that have gone to the Lord. So I guess the Lord still has something for me and sis Brenda and all of us do. And, I, and, it, and like I said, we have sensed and believed that the Lord said we're going to be alive and alive when alive and remain when he comes. And it's going to happen very soon. I mean, there's so much happening that leading up to World War III, so much happening as, I mean, here here at the, this Passover coming up, the Passover coming up here in March, I do believe it is, uh, March or right after, is they're going to sacrifice the red heifers. Well, brothers and sisters, if you know anything, this, this is very exciting because only time red heifers show up is when a temple is being built and it when it needs to be you know do something with the ashes of the red heifer I know that much uh, so that tells you they're getting ready to be build the temple and God is getting ready to deal with his people Israel that means the church not gonna be here when he starts dealing with Israel all that who rejected him and blinded and all that joined them and in, in the tribulation He'll be taking us home. So it's exciting. I don't know if I, I, I told you, I think I told you last week, is that those red heifers were uh, raised just down the road from us. Amazing. Uh, a, a Texas farmer that is very much in wanting to help the Jews, you know, do their stuff, their temple and sacrifice. Of course, you know, the, the true sacrifice has come. Uh, but, you know, that's between him and God. But... The place where the eclipse is coming, the eclipse, called Eagle Pass here in Texas, where you hear about all the stuff going on, where the Texans have stood up and trying to stop the flow of, you know, people just coming across the border like, a, you know, uh, open doors or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's where the red heifers were shipped out of, and that's where the eclipse is coming over. If you don't make this stuff up, I think, I, I don't know if I told you or not, that the centerpiece of this, uh, this eclipse compared to 2017 is a town called Rapture, Indiana. Rapture, Indiana. And then one more. Yes, we've had a fire, and uh, I believe it was uh, it was set, sis. I don't think it was this, uh, you know, accident. They they tried. Uh, I think they tried to take out the Pantex. Somebody tried to take out the Pantex plant where we. They build and uh, put together nuclear weapons. So I don't know, but that fire is still going. We're, we're praying for the people up there with those winds and dryness. Yeah, it can burn quickly. A lot of, lot of uh, land out there. But the other thing that uh, this Brenda found out today, believe this or not, in August 2017, when the first eclipse came over and it went across and it went through all the solemns, you know, uh, Salem's that are in did you know when you look at Jerusalem, USA is in the middle? Yes, yes, I, I think so too. Uh, Sith, probably a direct energy weapon. They have them, direct energy weapon from space. Yeah, 
uh, very possible learning from a military equipment. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Let's see. Uh, yes, the other, uh, when the other eclipse, yeah, I remember now. The other eclipse is, listen to this. <laughs> the other eclipse until the time of this one coming is six years, six months, and six days. Or six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. Six days, I mean, six years, six months, and six weeks. You, you know, you can't make this stuff up. And if you read the history of when we had some of the worst earthquakes ever, it's almost setting up the same pattern as this one. And now, uh, this one coming, it has a lot of towns called Nineveh. So some brothers and sisters watch ladies or women, uh, men have got things, ideas from God, are we like, are we like Nineveh? Is America like Nineveh? Like at one time repented, but then turned away from the Lord and start going our other way and was even worse. And as we know in the word of God, Jesus said, Nineveh was destroyed. Even after they repented with, you know, when, uh, well, God already moved on them, but uh, when, when uh, uh, Jonah, you know, not by his own will, but <laughs> God moved him, shared, and he was blown away and upset that they repented. Oh, man, I wanted to destroy. But God did it. But later down the road, they turned back to their sin, and that city was destroyed. Look where we're at. And the biggest thing is that they're trying to divide God's land. And some people's already had, you know, even the Navy and others have pictures of this nation divided. And they're talking about if those earthquakes go off again, that they'll split America right there where the Mississippi is from the Gulf of Mexico to the Great Lakes. And brothers and sisters, they're not talking about a little trench. You're talking about, they said, I think, anywhere from 50 to 100 miles wide because they're messing with God's land. They're messing with God's people, and he's getting ready to intervene. And when he intervenes, we're flying away. The other part of that is what is happening in Israel as we're getting closer to Ramadan, the time, you know, the Muslims go crazy or so-called celebrate their false ungodly religion, uh, is that – they're, they, they're saying they're going to cause, you know, violence and chaos like October 7th. And Israel's giving them ultimatum that give back the hostages or we're coming in their last stronghold, Rafa. And they think that if they do that, then Hezbollah and all of Iranian proxies will attack Israel once, and that's when our glorious God, our glorious king and God is going to intervene. And he's going to take out all the nations around Israel. Somewhere there, brothers and sisters, we'll be going home by what God shows. Oh, praise God, it's coming again. It's exciting. So a lot to be praying about, a lot to be watching. Very exciting. It's, you know, we're saddened and we rejoice with our brother Al as, you know, his wife has passed. And, uh, but he knows it's not the end. He knows he'll see her again. 
And that's the, that's the exciting hope we have because we know that Jesus has life. Yes, brother, many things are happening. Many things are happening everywhere. I mean, they're increasing. Just like Jesus said, it'd be like labor pain. And somewhere, when they get closer and closer, the baby's coming. Hallelujah. The change is coming. The time of grace. Today is the day of salvation will be over. And then judgment will come to a world that rejects the Savior and how they treat the nation of Israel by God's word. He keeps his word. Hallelujah. Praise his name. I have to tell you, uh, we watched a couple of movies that are very moving. There's one called A Million Miles, uh, let's say, Million Miles Away. It's about uh, talking about a migrant farm worker in California becoming an astronaut. And then the other one is very moving and has many people's life uh, dealing with and how God intervenes called Finding Finding Grace, and they're both at uh, they're both at Prime. Finding Grace, that's a very powerful movie too. And then me and Sis Brenda, we went out on a date. Ooh, we went on a date Monday night, uh, and we went and watched the movie there called Ordinary Angels. Ordinary Angels with uh, Hillary Swink and the man who uh, one of the guys who does Reacher on the. Uh, prime deal and it's a pretty it's a powerful real story movie too so anyway there is some good stuff out there that they still sharing that god's people are you know putting out there and uh it's exciting well glory to god uh let's get started uh so much to share but you know it's so exciting very powerful message tonight um as uh as i was doing uh that uh um, colossians 3 a lot was shown about being self-centered but we need to understand how to be Christ-centered. Self-centered takes you away from devotion to God. Christ-centered puts you right there where you are devoted to God. Amen? So let's pray. Father, thank you. Praise you this night. We're very grateful, Lord, for us to be here. And, Lord, we're grateful for the time we have and know that you have us still here serving. And, Lord, we know that our life is in your hands. And we know, Lord, just like by the word of God says, that absent from the body is in the presence of the Lord. To live as Christ and die as gain. We need to go home to you. Well, we thank God for Sis Sunshine. She was a blessing. She had a kind heart and a great smile of the joy of the Lord. Now it's up, she's up there with you rejoicing. And, Lord, we just thank God for her and bless her. We pray for comfort and peace and help a brother uh, Al as he going through this, and that we be there for him as what you know, the way we can in prayer and uh, lift him up, Lord. We pray for uh, the Lord's hour tonight. We pray, Father, that we need your covering and your protection. In the name of Jesus, we pray for the applied blood of Jesus over the Lord's hour and the connections and our homes and families, Father. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for everything, Lord. We pray now that we got it by your Holy Spirit and that we focus on you and praise you for your worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, brothers and sisters, I would tell you, you know, uh, start praying for your, uh, your, your family, your animals, your pets. We've had all kinds of stuff going on with 
some of our brothers and sisters from church, cars, problems, all kinds of stuff. It seemed like little, you know, like um, little gremlins or something causing problems. But even I watched um, I watched a video today from L.A. Mazzilli, and out west of us, we've had cows being mutilated, cows being mutilated. And there's no footprints. There's, <laughs> yeah, we know what's happening. But the interesting thing of the story is the believers' animals are not being touched. Hallelujah, the Lord's watching over. We have to understand and take heed to God's word and understand that we apply it and we know it is that we have a guardian angel. And in the word of God in songs it says that God encamps his angels around us. So we pray for the angels of God to be around all of you and your families and your households. Because these are dangerous times. But our lives are in God's hands, amen? Our lives are in God's hands. And the best hands are ours. He has the nail scars to prove it, amen? So, the scripture for the, the first song tonight, glory to the Lord, thank you, Jesus. Uh, let's see here. As I tell you what, this thing is sure being low. All right. There it is. Well, it's pretty quicker than you did. Matthew 16, 18 says, And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, death, will not overpower it by preventing the resurrection of the Christ, of the rock, Jesus, the Christ, because that would have been the end, but they didn't have the power Because God is life, and they can't stop life, because they are lost and dead type of uh, character and nature. And in 1 Corinthians 10.4 says, And all of them drank the same spiritual drink, and, and for they were drinking from the spiritual rock, which followed them, The rock was Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus has been here in many places, in different places on the earth, representing God the Father. When you see in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord with a capital A, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are the rock. Amen. Praise his name. Christ the rock. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Christ the rock. Come on. Hmm. Okay, here we go. We'll go here in a minute, it looks like, brothers and sisters. Keep praying. Here we go. Ah, okay. Now it's coming up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm Christ the solid rock I stand, no double-minded shifting stand. On Christ the rock I plant my feet, a firm foundation for me. On Christ the rock I place my heart. 
And trust in who you say you are No circumstance that blows my way Will ever move this solid place Holy
Jesus is a solid rock. Praise God. Praise God. All right. All right. Praise God. All right, sis. We'll let you come and share the wonderful songs God has put on your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Excuse me. That's a big fish you got there, brother Andrew. That's a big fish. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Good evening, sis. Hi, brother. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good. Praise the Lord. Victorious. Yeah. Amen. It's very sober about sis sunshine, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, she had a, she had a few more years than uh, Pastor Victor did, for sure. I think she was um, she was sixty. But oh. Yeah, and um, she she's she's better off than. Oh, <laughs> amen. Her new, I mean, her the rest of her life is ahead of her, right? I mean, this this is just the start of life for us. It, yeah. It's absolutely amazing to know the life that God has for us. I, I you know, in these days, sis, I don't know how people are living out there without Jesus. I know they they have to be taking drugs or drinking and all kinds of things to try to numb the pain or uh, the fear and all the different things the enemy brings at them. Yes, but uh, they come to Jesus. She is in glory. She's touching Amen. the glory. <laughs> yes, we just need to pray for the comfort of Al going through this time. I'm sure his family will be there for him and her family. But uh, yes. we pray for them in this time. And as the word God says, as we rejoice, we rejoice with each other, but we mourn, we mourn with each other. And, uh, yes. you know, we'll miss But we'll see her again. Amen. Oh, we will, for sure. All right. All right. All okay, brother. Go right ahead. Praise God. Okay, brother. Oh, I can 
Come on. 
Sorry, brother, they stopped the the background music, so we'll see if this will work again. God, your creation, there at the start, before the beginning of time. With no point of reason, we fall to the dark and blast out the wonder of life. And as you speak, a hundred billion galaxies are born. In the vapor of your breath, the planet is born. It's a worship to I can see your heart in everything you've made. Every bird you saw and take my fire of praise. If you say your praise, so will I. Get of your promise, don't stick in vain until the ball into your voice. For once you have spoken, nature and science follow the sound of your voice. And you speak, a hundred billion teachers got regret, evolving in pursuit of a few things. Oh, you're so alive. 
get with you toward the end to finish the other beautiful song that you have, the song of Solomon. Okay. Amen. Okay, brother. Bless Amen. Amen. Okay, bless you. Bye-bye. All right. Amen. All right. We'll let uh, Sis Jeanette get into the chat room and we'll get into the message. And, uh, you know, as we were singing that last praise song, I, the Lord led me uh, to seek out uh, – you know, as I told you about the red heifers, and it's coming up, and the time it's going to be, brothers and sisters, is the March 29. Let me go back to it again. Uh, 
the, the Shabbat para, uh, Shabbat of the red heifer, it is uh, part that it is uh, Shabbat para starts at February 29, should sundown at February 29, March 24, and ends at nightfall on the uh, on Saturday, the 30th, 2024. Uh, let's see where else. Let's see. Info. Let me go back. It says what the pr- purpose. The, uh, the the purpose. What is the ceremony? Well, the ceremony, is, according to the Mishpah, the ceremony of burning the red heifer took place on the Mount of Olives. Uh, the original Pur Kuan slaughtered the heifer and sprinkled its blood in the direction of the temple seven times. The red heifer was then burned on the, on the pari, together crimson tide, wool, hossip, and cedar wood. Mm. Very interesting. It will happen at, uh, I guess, somewhere in between the 29 and 30, But we'll see. It's just something the Lord wants to see. Let's see it right here. Somebody put up. They'll take the ashes and do something. All right. Let's not be distracted. All right. Get with that uh, later. Stop this. And get into the message. Is this something that it seemed like the Lord put on my heart and I want to share? Uh, welcome back, sis. All right. The message tonight is uh, how to be Christ-centered instead of self-centered and live as the family of God. Okay. That we are to be Christ-centered, how to be Christ-centered, and live as a family of God. Amen? Shalom, brothers and sisters, grace, mercy, and love that endures forever from God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and our Savior, and Lord, and the mighty indwelling Holy Spirit. Amen? When we look or hear who is for us and not against, uh, against us, This should make you shout and rejoice. Amen, hallelujah. Our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, told us something. And you need to know this in these last days with all that is coming upon this world and our lives. Amen. Jesus Christ said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. He said, I will in no wise cast you out. Cast you out too. Amen. The truth of God's word and promises. He keeps it. Why did he say that? Why did Jesus say that? You know, God is not a man who will die. I will tell you, if 
he would leave you or forsake you as a born-again believer, then he would be a liar. Did you know that? Yes, he would, but he is not. Amen? That's powerful, and that's the truth with the Holy Spirit revealing who Christ really is. If he cast you out, he would be casting out his own body and family. When you are born into this eternal family, then you are there for all eternity. The promise of God who does not lie. Amen. Hallelujah. There would be created beings out there that would tell you something different to have you doubt and fear. They would even be created children of God that would tell you this too because they do not know the truth of God's word or know him personally. So in these times, be not deceived by any person. Trust God, the Father. Trust Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit for their word is truth. Amen. Glory to God. Just wanted all of you, the family of God, born-again believers of Jesus Christ, and his word and dwell by his Holy Spirit to know that you are Christ-centered and you are part of the family of God, which will be forever for all eternity. Amen. That's shouting ground. That's good news. So let's look at God's word as he reveals to us about being Christ-centered and live as the family of God. The main study will be in the book of Ephesians. Amen? So far, we have learned where we have come from. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. We are now, by trusting in Jesus Christ by faith, knowing what he did personally for each of us, by his finished work at the cross in rising from the dead the third day, defeating all of our spiritual enemies to make us Christ-centered in Christ-like. Amen. That this was given to us by the Father because of his great love, mercy, and grace. Amen. From there, we have learned that there is only one, only unity, there is only unity in the Spirit of God to those who are truly born-again believers who are part of the body of Christ, part of the true church of Christ. That is nothing of men, but all that Christ is doing in us through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Amen. He is making us who he wants us to be, and we are to trust, obey, and serve him in our life because of the life he has given us now. Amen? So now we go to Ephesians 5, the caption for this word. Be like Christ. What is the context of this chapter? Be like Christ. Now we go to the word. Hallelujah. Ephesians Chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, 
Be imitators of God. Copy him. Follow his example. As well, beloved children, imitate their father. And that's true. And walk continually in love. That is, value one another. Practice empathy and compassion. Unselfishly seeking the best for others. Just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God slain for you, so that it became a sweet fragrance. Well, there you go. The sacrifice of Christ, a sweet fragrance to the Father. As I was sharing, do you know that you are the sweet fragrance of God's incense by your prayers? Isn't that amazing? Revelation 5, 3, and I think it's Revelation uh, 8, 3, and 4. Very powerful. Chapter 8, uh, verses 3 and 4, very powerful about that we are the incense, the incense that keeps a sweet smell in God's throne room. Be like Christ, number one, footnote, uh, point. Be like Christ. Copy him. Follow him. Follow his example, amen? Number two, walk in love continually. The only way this happens in us is by his spirit. There is no way. There's no way. You can do this in your flesh. Amen? Number three, let us be a sweet fragrance like Christ to the Father. Oh, brothers and sisters, we are this fragrance because of Christ in us now. Amen. Now we move to Ephesians chapter 5, 3 through 5. Sexual immorality and all moral impurity, indecent offensive behavior, or greed must not even be hinted at among you as a proper among saints. For as believers, our way of life, whether in public or in private, reflects the motility of our faith. Let there be no filthiness of silly talk or coarse, obscene or vulgar joking, because such things are not appropriate for believers. But instead, speak of your thankfulness to God. For be sure of this, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, for that one is in effect an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. For such a person places higher value on something other than God. All these things we face each day, some way or another, with all the media and the ways of getting information, devices at our fingertips, that this is speaking more of a lifestyle. This should not be among us, brothers and sisters. But remember, but remember, we still deal with this old flesh every day. But we have the Holy Spirit and the power to say no now to all this. Amen? If do fall into temptation and even sin, we as believers can ask forgiveness and repent from this course of action or thought because he is faithful and righteous to forgive us of all of, I mean, of, of, 
of forgive us of our sin forever. Amen. Remember, brothers and sisters, let us not hold anything higher value to us other than Jesus Christ our Lord, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Help us each day, Lord Jesus. We cannot face this world or this life without you. Without your Holy Spirit to help us, guide us, and comfort us, admonish us, and teach us. Helping us grow up and become spiritually mature in our lives now. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we move to Ephesians 5, 6 through 9. Let no one deceive you with empty arguments that encourage you to sin. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Those who habitually sin. So do not participate or even uh, associate with them in the rebelliousness of sin. For once you were darkness. For once you were what? We were darkness. Not just in it. You were darkness. Like I said. God sees us as believers in the light. He sees us like Jesus transfigured. But the people that are lost and sinful, they are darkness in the spiritual realm. And you can even see it come through their their lives of how they act and the kind of attitude and character they have. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Live as those who are native-born to life. See, like I said, the Word of God confirms it. Verse 9. For the fruit, the effect, the result of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Amen? All goodness, righteousness, and truth. Several points here from this portion of Scripture. 6 through 9. Number 1. Let no one deceive you. Just like the Lord Jesus told uh, told us, Paul is telling us now again. Amen? Number two, do not participate and even, even associate with them in rebelliousness of sin. This is things of the flesh in the world, but also in religion, doctrines of men, not God, doctrines of demons, anything not lined up, but the truth of God's word. Amen. Number three, for once you were what? Still blows you away. You were darkness. Not only in darkness, but were darkness because we were dead without Christ and his Holy Spirit to truly bring us alive. Amen. But now you are light of the Lord. You are light in the world now through Jesus Christ. Amen. Number five. As born-again believers in Jesus Christ, you are children of the light. It is like that you were born into the light. Live as those are native born to the light that you are, you know, uh, that is part of your life. Amen? Number six, for the fruit, the effect, the result of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Amen. Wow. How we have become more like Christ. Glory to God. Amen. Ephesians 5, 10 through 13. Thank you, Lord. Uh, 
Thank God for tea. Trying to learn by experience what is pleasing to the Lord and letting your lifestyle be examples of what is most acceptable to him, your behavior expressing gratitude to God for your salvation every day, thank God. Do not participate in the worthless and unproductive deeds of darkness. Amen to that. But instead expose them by simplifying personal integrity, moral courage, and godly character. For it is disgraceful even to mention the things that such people practice in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light of God's precepts. For it is light that makes everything visible. And that's true, especially when it's in, when it's in the darkness. But all these things become visible when they are exposed by the light of God's precepts. For it is light that makes everything visible. Two things expose all the works of darkness. Number one, exposed by the light of God himself. Amen. And number two, exposed by the truth of God's word. Amen. This is happening all over the world. The evildoers cannot hide anything anymore. Just like Jesus says, let's look. Luke 8, 16 through 18, by the truth of God's word, the parable of the Lamb. Oh, that we learn what Jesus shares. Now, no one looks, no one lights a lamp and then covers it with a container to hide it or put it under a bed. Could be start a fire. Instead, he puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come out in the open. So be careful how you listen, for whoever has a teachable heart, to him more understanding will be given. And whoever does not have a longing for truth, even what he thinks he has will be taken away from him. Just like the Lord said, it is truly happening. Amen? The other point I would make is that we need teachable hearts. The only way this comes is being humble, trusting in the Lord, or trusting me in the Holy Spirit to teach you and not trust for, and trust in and not trust man for this. Amen. Last point, who lamp, whose lamp is it? I believe it is the lamp of Almighty God showing to man that he is God and there is no other, that he is in the total control and not man or Satan. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 5, verse 14, for this reason he said, Lord to God, what did he say for this reason? Awake, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. The reason why for for this, he wants you to know that you're a sinner needing a Savior, that you cannot hide your sin. It will find you out and be exposed for who you really are. But God loves you, even as a sinner, and in this corruptible flesh, and he wants you to know he will save you. No one else can, only him. 
Amen. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil. You don't want to be around these people who tolerate and enable evil. Not as the, uh, not as the unwise, but wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people. Making the very most of your time on earth. Recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity. Using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. Mm-mm-mm. The Holy Spirit showing us or telling us how to be like Christ as believers in him. Living life with honor purpose, and courage, stunning, or stand, uh, uh, those who would tolerate enable evil, amen? Why do you have this uh, to do, uh, why do we have to do this? Because the days are filled with evil. I would see even more, I mean much more than Paul's days, than Paul's days now, like days of Noah and Lot. Amen? Ephesians 5, 17 through 21. Hallelujah. Oh, excuse me. Help me on. Stay awake, sleep. Sleepy, whatever it is. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. Be understanding and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk. Do not get drunk with wine. For that is the wickedness, corruption, and stupidity. But be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. Speak to one another in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise by singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Being subject to one another out of the reverence for Christ. That's what motivates you to be, you know, in a relationship with your brothers and sisters. Because of God's love poured out through his Holy Spirit in our lives. Paul continues. Therefore do not be foolish and thoughtless. Know the will of the Lord. He tells us four things here, okay, four things about the will of the Lord. Number one, do not get drunk with wine of this world or religion, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, amen? Number two, speak to one another in songs and spiritual songs, I would add, in God's word too. Number three, always give the... Always give thanks to God the Father for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And number four, being subject to one another out of reference for Christ. Amen? Now, the next group of scriptures is a lot of times they're used for the marriages here in earth. But it does point to the marriage of the Lamb our Savior, Jesus Christ, and his bride, his church. 
Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. Marriage like Christ and the church. This is how our marriages should be. By the truth of God's word, verse 22. Wives be subject, do on, do, uh, uh, wives be subject to your own husband as a servant to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, himself being the Savior of the body. So in the order that God has in in family or marriage relationship, the husband is the head of the wife, but that don't mean he's supposed to be a tyrant. And then... It goes, it's interesting, it says, as Christ is the head of the church, not the head of man, but of the whole church. Himself being the Savior of the body. He's over it all. He's glorious and mighty, has all power and authority. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives should be subject to their husbands in everything respecting their position and protecting their responsibility to God as head of the house. Brothers and sisters, the wives, the women of God are supposed to support their husbands. They're supposed to encourage them. They're supposed to point out when they do dumb things or not say the right thing. And that they have a love for you because they have the love of Christ as we have the love of Christ for them. We all, we all, though, this and a lot taught this in churches of the marriage of a man and a woman. But it is far more than that. It is the bride of Christ, his body, his church. Amen. He has to go on this, you know, uh, where, where we're going. I mean, you know, I don't want to talk about there. Never, uh, never mind that. I mean, Christ is with us. It's far more, but it's far more than that. It is the bride of Christ's body. His church is what he's really talking about. But we can use that as our example, how we are to live in a relationship that's pointing to Jesus coming for his church. Number one, Christ is the head of the church. Amen. He is, isn't he? Not some pope, not some kind of priest, not some pastor, rabbi. Iman, whatever the groups. Christ is the head of the church. Not as or any man or woman, but Christ. Amen. Number two. Himself being the Savior of his body. Not us, but Christ alone. Amen. Number three. We as the church, the bride and body, are subject to Christ. His humble servant to his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 25 through 27. Husbands, love your wives. Seek the highest good for her. Surround her with a caring, unselfish love. And why should we do that? What is our motivation and our example? Well, The Lord tells us in the next verse, Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, 
so that he might sanctify the church, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word of God, our Savior, his life, his blood poured out. We, as believers, are supposed to treat our wives as Christ treats all of us in the body of Christ. Sure can't do it yourself. We have to have the Holy Spirit. Verse 27, so that in turn he might present the church to himself in glorious splendor, without spot and wrinkle or anything, but that she would be wholly set apart for God and blameless. Now he speaks that in, in, the, in the prayer for John 17 too. But this is who he is and who he wants us to be, and we don't do it alone. He is with us now and forever. Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he may sanctify the church. Praise God. Sanctify him by what? His sacrifice in the blood. Shed blood. Not as, not us, not religion, not work done in the flesh, not rituals, not traditions of man, but Christ himself. Amen? The only one who could. Understand that. He's unique. He's the only one that could do this. And thank God he did and not walk away. Having cleansed her by the washing of the water with, with the water with the word of God. Brothers and sisters, Christ has done this in our lives. Amen? How has he done this in the only way? By his Holy Spirit who dwells in us now, live in us now, by the power of the Holy Spirit to bring us his word alive in us to change us that we what he that he wanted. Amen. He did this, brothers and sisters, to present us before the Father in glorious bride of splendor, without spot or wrinkle or any any such thing. But she would be wholly set apart for God and blameless. Amen, hallelujah. This is you and me as the church of God and the bride of Christ through what he has done for us. What we have to do is to believe this by faith and accept the free gift is marvelous grace. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. In Ephesians 5, 28 through 29. Even so, husbands should and are morally obligated to love their own wives as being, in a sense, their own body. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one has ever hated his own body, but instead he nourishes and protects and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. It says that a husband or a man and woman will leave their parents and they become as one. So this sort of covers what Christ was saying there. Two points. We as husbands and wives as believers are to love one another as we are in the body of Christ. Amen. Number two. For no one ever hated his own body, but instead he nourishes and protects 
and cherishes it, cherish is love. Just as Christ does his church at bride, he will never cast you out or hate you, but love you for all eternity. Amen? Hear this truth now, or see this truth now, and believe this now, and apply this now to your heart and life by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen? Do not let any man or woman or even a created being ever tell you anything else because of all of those are lies from the pit of hell. Amen. God loves you and does not hate you. Amen. Ephesians 5, 30-32. Let's hear what God's word says. Because we are members, parts of his body, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined and be faithfully devoted to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery of two becoming one is great. And what is it about? I'm sure a lot of people think it's the consummation of the marriage, but no, there's more. But I am speaking with reference to the relationship of Christ and the church. The mystery, the mystery of two becoming one is great. But I'm speaking in the reference of relationship of Christ and the church. More greater than the two becoming one, a man and woman in love getting married, more greater how we become one in Christ. Amen. Remember, being Christ-like, Christ-centered by his indwelling Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, really? Okay, sis. Praise God. And we pray that, you know, that he is right with God and he's ready because it could be one breath of eternity. We pray that he's right with God and he would learn to treat you right soon. Ephesians 5, verse 33. However, each man among you, without exception, is to love his wife just as his very own self, with behavior worthy of respect and esteem, always seeking the best for her with an attitude of loving kindness. And the wife must see to it that she respects and delight in her husband, that she notices him and prefers him and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. Yes. This is all that Christ does for us, that we should do the same for each other as husbands and wives, as brothers and sisters in the church and body of Christ. Amen? So now, by this word, we know we are the body of Christ and the church and the bride of Christ, that he loves us and protects us, provides for us too. We know his will by, will, by being filled with his Holy Spirit, too. Through all this, through all this, we know we are Christ-centered as we become as one, the head of the body and the and church, we as his body, born-again believers in Jesus Christ. Amen. Now we move on to live as the family of God. Amen? We move to the next chapter. Chapter 6, Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Oh, praise God. 
interesting when you start breaking down this chapter that he puts about the armor right in the middle of talking about relationships of the family. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. That is, acceptance, their guidance, discipline as his representative. For this is the right. For obedience teaches wisdom and self-discipline. Honor, esteem, value as precious, your father and your mother, and be respectful to them. This is the first commandment with a promise, so that I may be, I might be dwell, I mean, excuse me, that I, that so that it may be well with you, and that you may have long life on the earth. That's why you do it. Okay. First, Paul addresses the children that they accept the guidance and discipline of the parents as his representatives. Amen. Until he comes of the age he's supposed to be. This is for all of us, not just children. For obedience to the Lord teaches us wisdom and self-discipline and not self-righteousness. Amen. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6. Anyway, Ephesians 6, verse 4. I see now what happened. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's okay. We'll find it again. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, verse 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial and unreasonable or humiliating or abusive. Not by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them. But bring them up tenderly with loving kindness in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I pray we have, Lord. And other generations coming that we do the same thing as their opportunity for us. And we pray for the parents. They understand they need to do this. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 5 through 8. Slaves, be obedient to those who are earthly masters with respect for authority. authority, And with a sincere heart, seeking to please them as servants to Christ, not in the way of eye service, working only when someone is watching you and only to please men, but as slaves or servants of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart, rendering service with goodwill as to the Lord and not only to men, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, he will receive this back from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. Speaking to all of us who work in a regular job or own a business or serve the Lord Jesus, 
It is unto the Lord, not just the place we work or serve. Amen? Colossians 3, verse 17. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and dependence on him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen. He's supposed to be all part of our life. Not trying to do it ourselves, but we need him. Colossians 3, the same chapter, we move to verse 22 through 24. Servants, in everything obey those who are your masters on earth. Not only with the external service, as those who merely please people, but with sincerity of heart because of your fear of the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever you task may be from the soul that is put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord, not from men, that you receive the inheritance which is the, your greatest reward, praise God. It is the Lord Christ whom you actually serve. Amen. you got to get a hold of that. In my walk, in my life, uh, 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 serving at uh, Sam's Club, uh, I, I had a couple of men that were trying to get rid of me. Honestly, my supervisor and the manager, the head manager. Well, I was thought, you know, I'm in a pretty bad, bad place. But, uh, you know, and I thought, well, i got to get them back. Or I'm not going to put up with this, you know. And the Lord said, serve them because you're serving me. When you show mercy and grace toward them, and that they will see me in you. It was tough. But I made it through, brothers and sisters. I made it through, and both of the men were removed from that club. And I know one of them came to Jesus, and his life changed, and his family and everything awesome. I don't know about the other man. He was sort of angry, bitter type old man. I hope that best for Bob, his name. Okay, Ephesians 6, verse 9. You masters do the same, showing goodwill toward them and give up threatening and abusive words, knowing that he who is both their true master and yours in heaven and that there is no partiality with him regardless of one's earthly status. We are supposed to be Christ-like toward people that serve or work for you. Not a tyrant. Not in the way the world does things. But the way God does. Of learning how to be the family of God in whatever area in our lives. Either as workers or managers, we are to become Christ-like in our work or service to the Lord Jesus. Amen? Now we move on to the other part about being Christ-centered. Oh, praise God, and understand that you need this. And this is Ephesians, in chapter 6, verse 10. Understand the context of this word, and understand who this all is about. The armor of God is the caption. 
And verse 10 says, in conclusion, in conclusion, he said, okay, as I sum all this up, as I put it all together, the context of God's word, this is what has you need to understand in your life. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord, not yourself, not getting, you know, a bunch of weapons and the things of man and the ways of men. You're supposed to be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him and the power of his boundless might. God is much greater than any weapon of man or the devil. Understand that. You've got to know this. In conclusion, the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit, wants you to know this and do this by faith. Amen? And we move on. Verse 11, Ephesians 6. Oh, praise God in your presence, O Lord. Put on the full armor of God. I love how the Amplified describes this. For his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armed soldier. Glory to God. I can look and look at uh, the statue that says, Jeanette sent me of the armor of God and what it shows, and praise God, that's exactly what it looks like. So that you may be able to successfully stand against all the scheme strategies and the seats of the devil. So that you may be able to what? Successfully, that you will be successful, stand up against all the schemes, the strategies, and the seats of the devil. Can't do it in yourself. He'll run over you like a freight train. But you can do it in the name of Jesus. The key to having the full armor of God is, uh, God on is, what's the key to it? To have Jesus in your heart. To have the living word of God in your heart and life. And to be dwelled by his Holy Spirit that is greater than anything of the enemy. Greater is he, the Spirit of God, the presence of Christ in you, than the fallen one, the evil one in this world's faith. Amen. And all the ones that are influenced by him, and all his cohorts, and all his, you know, soldiers, whatever you call them, principalities and powers, and all that. He's greater. The other thing to know is that his precepts are like the splendid army of a heavily armed soldier that we have to follow the example of the Lord Jesus. It is by his name and authority we stand up to Satan. Understand that clearly. We do not come in our own name. We do not come in any kind of name of religion or denomination. We come in the name of of all names, the mighty Lord Jesus. It is by his word, just like Jesus did, to stand up against the evil one. Amen? Let's look at this enemy. Let's look at this enemy, okay? Ephesians 6.12. Now listen to who your enemy is. He tells you right up front. It's not your neighbor. It's not your family. It's not some stranger. Listen to this. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents. 
but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of the wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Well, well. Now you see who your real enemy is. Now you see how when some of the people act like the devil, they're influenced and controlled by these spirits. But God came to set us free. Christ came to set the captives free. You're free in Jesus. Oh, yeah, praise God. Amen. Oh, you're quite welcome, sis. Oh, praise God. That's exciting. I'm glad that me and Sister Brenda, she'll, she'll get a joy out of knowing that. And we're very uh, grateful for what you, you know, you put up there. And I look up, I look at, I look at where I have it and look at it. It's amazing what God shows us and how we can relate to it. Uh, it, it you know, it brings peace in your house. You understand that we are in a spiritual warfare and God is greater. Amen. Amen. Our struggle, our battles, are not against people or flesh and blood, but by the spirit that controls those people. Rulers in high places against world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness, sounds like a formidable enemy, doesn't it? In the flesh, yes but not to us who trust in Jesus and filled with his Holy Spirit. He has defeated all these enemies of God, and he wants us to know this, stand on this, and know we can win this battle in our lives now with him and the armor he gives us through him. Amen? Let's look at this heavenly armor. Ephesians 6. 13 through 17, as we say in conclusion, we are to be strong in the Lord, verse 10, and then verse 11, put on the full armor of God. Then in verse 12, he shows us our enemy. And then now in verse 13 through 17, he shows the armor of God in light. And it's greater than anything of the devil in darkness. Verse 13, therefore, put on the complete armor of God, all that comes through Jesus Christ, so that you will not, you will, excuse me, so you will be able to successfully, successfully, um, successfully, there we go, successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger, and you can, because you don't face the devil alone. God is with you. The Lord Jesus is with us. The Spirit of God is with us. And having done everything that in that the crisis demands, stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, righteous. I mean, victorious. Understand. As Paul was sharing this, it was like a Roman soldier. And they had a certain way to stand. And Christ has showed us how to stand. Verse 14. So stand firm. Hold your ground. Having tightened the wide band of truth. The wide band of truth. 
hiding that thing up. Personally interrogating moral courage, moral, moral courage around your waist. Tighten it up. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness, that's over your chest, and an upright heart. And having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace. In preparation, the gospel. The truth that shows the enemy is the feet. Look what it says. In the feet of the gospel of peace in preparation to faith. The enemy with firm-footed stability and readiness produced by the good news. Because you know the good news is victory in Jesus. Above all, Above all, listen, above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The shield of faith stands up to the flaming arrows of fear. Fear brings doubt and unbelief. Fear is totally away from what God wants you to be and believe. And take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. A living Word. Not just ink and paper in some book or, you know, book or app. It is the living Word of God. Two words I would point out to you, having and take. Amen? Having and take. Number one, having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immobile, victorious. Amen. Brothers and sisters, this is how we go into this conflict. It is finished. The battle is over. Jesus Christ has won the battle for us. The enemy is defeated. God wants us to remind him of it. Amen. And number two, having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace, the gospel of grace, the good news. Amen. Now take, the word take in this portion portion of scripture. Number one, take the helmet of salvation, the mind of Christ, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Who is the word of God? Jesus Christ. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, through our Lord Jesus, by his name and authority, we have the armor of God on all the time. If we believe in him by faith and believe his word and promises, amen? And then something near and dear my heart is Ephesians 6, 18 and 19 and 20, because it's talking about, let's pray about it in the attitude of prayer. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and every season. So we're supposed to be praying all the time. Supposed to be communicating to your God and Savior. In the spirit. Oh, how we're supposed to pray? In the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's People. Who are God's people? Oh, I don't have the footnote. I believe it's 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 saints. 
it's saints uh, mainly even more than the lost. You're supposed to be praying for your brothers and sisters. Pray in season and out of season. Stay alert with all perseverance of petition. Uh, intervene, I mean, intervene in prayer for all of God's people. Interceding in prayer. I don't want to put the intervening. I'll put up interfering. <laughs> Interceding. Lord of mercy. Now I got it. Interceding in prayer for all of God's people. Brothers and sisters, have an attitude of prayer at all times. Amen? And then Ephesians 6, verse 19 to 20. And pray for me, the words may be given to me when I open my mouth, to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of salvation, for which I am an ambassador in chains. This is when Paul was in prison. And pray that in proclaiming it may speak boldly and courageously as I should. And we pray that for each other, right? We should do this for each other as the body of Christ and the family of God every day. Amen. Ephesians 6, 21 through 22. Now, so that you may know how I am and what I am doing. Hyacus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know how we are, and that he may comfort, encourage, and strengthen your heart. That's what we need to be doing, brothers and sisters. Because you love your brothers and sisters. Because of the love of Christ in you. This is how we are at the Lord's hour. This is how we are at the Lord's hour, so that we share the truth of the gospel of Christ, the true gospel of grace, faith in Christ alone, nothing of ourselves, for our eternal salvation, and accept free gift of God, his grace that leads to eternal life. Amen? The other mission here at the Lord's hour is that we are in the times and seasons of the Lord's return. We want you to know this, and that you need to be watching and praying, watching for his return and redeeming the time each day in your service for him, and his Holy Spirit changes us and made us ready for his coming for us, his church and body and bride. Amen. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6. 23 through 24, as we learn more about being Christ-centered life. Peace be to you. I mean, peace be to the brothers and sisters and love joined with faith from God the Father. Isn't that amazing? Here it is again. They want to know that they love you. And that love is joined by peace and the very life of God faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all you. Love our Lord Jesus Christ with undying with undying and in with 
dying and with incorruptible, incorrupt, not corruptible, but incorruptible love. Amen. Three great important points to all who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord for your life personally. Number one, glory to God. Peace be to you, brothers and sisters in Christ, and love joined with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, grace be with you all who love our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three, with what kind of love from God and not man? Undying, incorruptible love. You love, you you, the love that God has given, the love, you, I mean, let me get this right. The love that God has given, the love that God has and given to us is everlasting love. A love that is alive and very well and will never die in us. Amen. You know, one of the greatest things, brothers and sisters, we are fulfilled. We are in the place of what God wanted for us. And we're at peace and we're content. What great love God has for us, and we have become who he wants us to be. And that as he comes, and by our faith in him, we'll always be who he wants us to be. Amen. You see, brothers and sisters, being in marriage with Christ, that he is the bridegroom and that we are the bride, that he saves us from our sin because of his great love, that he'll never divorce us no matter what he said. I mean, no, excuse no matter what he said. I will not cast you out, but love you and keep you, never leave you or forsake you. Believe God and not man. Amen? Man have a tainted outlook, especially if somebody trying to share God's word without the Holy Spirit. Uh, they don't know the truth. So we get all this other stuff where they trying to fix things. God's got this. This is God's love and the way for us who love him. Men's love is not the everlasting. Look at all the divorces down and broken families because many have forgotten the true first love because of our sin and flesh. You have to come to your true first love, Jesus Christ. Without this love in your heart and life, you will not live. Yes. You are living now in your flesh by the grace of God. But if you reject this love at your last breath, then you will face an eternity of death, the second death, God have mercy. So which love will you choose? Which love will you choose? Man's love? Or God's love. One leads to eternal life. The other to eternal death. Choose very 
wisely now. Amen? Now, to all of you, to all of you born-again believers who in faith have already made this decision for life, eternal life, this book and this word of God here in Ephesians told us where we have come from, who we are in Christ now, that we have unity and peace through the Holy Spirit of God, that we were once darkness, dead, as a doornail in our sins. But now we have become the marvelous light of God through Jesus Christ, that the will of God, his being, is a will of God, his being filled with his Holy Spirit turning away from the wine of man, this world, and religion, and be filled with Christ by his word and spirit, that the will of God, put an H, I guess I'm not supposed to do that. The will, the will of God is being filled with his holy, that's it. I put an H for some reason, but <laughs> hit one letter too many, but in the spirit, amen. We have learned that we are the his body, his Christ, and his bride. That he has made us who, we, uh, who he wants us to be by faith in him. That what he has done and is doing in us by his word and his spirit. Amen. That we have the full armor of God on by faith in Jesus Christ each and every day. That we stand in the authority by his name and his word empowered by the Holy Spirit. This struggle that we are in now is against a defeated enemy. And God wants us all as his children and like his son Jesus to remind the devil of this. Finally, we pray that finally we are to pray for one another, always having an attitude of prayer because of the love for one another as a family of God. Amen. So I pray this word, this book of Ephesians, God's truthful word for us that is, has, I mean, that has, that has taught you, encouraged you, blessed you, but even admonished you, it sure has me. So we are to be Christ-centered in our heart and life, and we are brothers and sisters through our faith in him, it is finished. Amen forever. Hallelujah. In Christ alone. Glory to God. In Christ alone. Hallelujah. Oh, what a proclamation of who Christ is in our lives. This wonderful, powerful song. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise his name forever. Oh, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. You are Christ-centered, and you are the family of God. You are the family of God, so rejoice. Hallelujah. Let us praise him. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Rejoice. What he has done and who he is, 
in Christ alone, the hope of glory, the hope of eternal life. He did it. Glory to God. Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fierce drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are still, when striving cease, comfort us, my all in all. Here in the love of Christ I stand. Hallelujah. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in heavenless faith, this gift of love and righteousness, torn by the ones he came to save, still on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied from every sin on him was laid. Here in the death of Christ I live. Hallelujah. Lord our God. Victory in Jesus. Victory at the cross. And victory at the grave. Over the enemy. Over death. Over hell. Glory to his name. For us. For us. Thank you, Jesus. There's in the ground his body lay light of the world by darkness slain then thirsting forth in glorious day up from the grave he rose again and as he stands and victory since curse has lost its grip on me, for I am his and he is mine, bought with the precious blood of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Praise God. Let's get personal with this. Personal with us right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Proclaim it. Know who you are in Christ and what he has done for you. Glory to his name. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We have much to be thankful for and get excited. Praise your name, Lord. You are worthy of all praise and glory. Thank you, victorious one. Thank you. Taking us out of darkness and put us in your marvelous light. Thank you, Jesus. Guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. Amen. From life's first cry to final breath. Jesus commands my destiny. 
no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck thee from his hand till he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I stand. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, we do. We stand here in the power of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah to your name. Praise his name. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. It just keeps the theme that God wanted me to share. What else about Jesus? Oh, praise God. On Christ, the solid rock. Oh, praise you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Jesus' name. When darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. And every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. Amen. Hallelujah. How do we stand? How do we stand? Oh, Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Only one. Hallelujah. His oath is covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. When every earthly prompt his way, he's in his all my hope and stay. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Hallelujah. He is our rock. He is our rock. Our rock. He is our rock. He is our rock. He does. He shall come with trumpet sound. Oh, may I do in him be found. Pressed in the righteousness alone. 
I'm here and I know you feel me come down. Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you are moving. I'm here and I know that you feel me. Amen. Oh, yeah. Here's a drink, Lord. Living water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Here we go. Spirit was moving over the water. Spirit, come over us. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. As the Spirit was moving over the water. Spirit, come over us. Amen. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. Fire and wind, come do it again. Open the gates, let heaven on in. Amen. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. Fire and wind, come do it again. Open the gates, let heaven on in. Amen. Come rest on us. Come rest on us. So come down. Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me come down. Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me. Amen. Yes, Lord. Fill us, refresh us. Hallelujah. Lord, Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want. You're all we want. Holy Spirit, come rest. You're all we want, Holy Spirit, come rest on us. You're all we want, you're all we want. Now, Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you're in this room, you're here and I know you're a-moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me come down. Spirit, when you move, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me come down. Spirit, in the move, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you're moving. 
I'm here and I know you will feel me come down. Spirit in the room, make my heart pound. When you feel the room, you're here and I know you're moving. I'm here and I know you will feel me. Amen. Praise God. All your presence, Holy Spirit. Oh, praise God. You're in our life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And in everything, Christ, your glory, and nothing but the blood. Thank you, Jesus. As we get ready for prayer, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise him. Worship our glorious King, glorious Savior, the Lamb of God. Our life is yours. My hope is in you only. In my heart you hold. You made this sinner holy and holy. Holy. Amen. 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 Glory is so beautiful. Amen. I fall on my knees in all, and the heartbeat of my life is to worship you in life, because glory is so beautiful, because your glory is so beautiful. Amen. Amen. My life is yours. My hope is in you only. My heart you hold. You made this sinner holy and holy. worship you in life because your glory is so beautiful because your glory is so beautiful amen hallelujah 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 glory Glory, hallelujah, 
many people stuff going through. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That we're praying uh, for, um, we're praying for Shannon uh, to be healed. Is she, sis, uh, is she, uh, how's she doing? Is she feeling better? Is she healed, Shannon, about her cold? We're praying in the mighty name of Jesus. You have an update on that, sis? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Okay. We'll pray for Brother Luke, but she's doing, she's better, amen? Okay, praise God. So we're praying for uh, baby Luke. For healing. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we're praying for uh, Sis Connie for wisdom and direction and God to intervene in her situation. Any update on that, Sis Connie? Uh, have have you had the, the money issues and electricity issues? Have they been changed or taken care of? Lord of mercy. We will pray against that fever and that cold in the name of Jesus. Lord of mercy. Tell it to go in Jesus' name. Leave that baby alone. Okay. Well, we'll continue to pray for that, sis. I am, I'm like I said, I, I told you, you've heard what I said. After a while, there's a place where you don't need to stay in some place like that. You're supposed to be treated as God's daughter. You're supposed to be treated like how God expects <laughs> uh, men to treat their brides as Christ in the church. And we pray for Rick, uh, for sure, sis. Uh, we're praying for, uh, um, uh, we already, she, that is, that one has, but we got a new one for uh, sis Brenda's, uh, sis Brenda's uh, uh, sister. Uh, we pray for, uh, Pam, sis Pam, veins cleaned out, that they're in a place that they could cause an aneurysm. We need to pray for her veins to be opened up in Jesus' name. Uh, we're praying, and thank God for that. Uh, we're praying for a young lady named Cypress, and that she's going to get help in recovery. Amen. That's good. Amen, sis. That's good. Uh, that's a blessing. It seems like your son is responding. Praise God. Now we can get your husband to respond. And God will. I mean, God will make a way. God's going to take care of you. He's not going to let you stay in that situation like that. He'll change it or he'll move you out. Or he'll move the other out that's causing the problem. Uh, we're praying for our, our praise leader at church, Chris. I got some metal fragments in his eye. I think they got them all out. And we're praying for protection of their family and animals. They've had some strange things going, you know, out there at their farm, I mean, at their house. We're praying for Carlos in his eye as he was working, and he got wood things in, I mean, splinters in his eye. We're praying, we're praying for Brother Al and for the Henley and Wallace family. We're praying for comfort and peace in this time of mourning. 
And we're praying for baby Luke for healing of fever and cold. Amen. Praise God. All right. We're going to, uh, uh, it, that is a good praise, uh, but even more for Cyprus that she's going to a place to recover and, and, and take care of a drug problem and what's going on. Praise God. That is awesome, sis. It's good to hear. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer so we can let this Jeanette get to this beautiful song. Praising it. Yes, yes, sis. It is amazing that if we humble ourselves and we pray, that by the word of God it says that the prayer of the righteous availeth much because we are agreeing with our Savior and advocate before the Father, our great high priest, and the Holy Spirit is helping us. And when we don't know how to pray or we don't have the right words, therefore, they are therefore, they know our heart. They know our concern that we have for others, and they know that happens in us because of our love for God, that we're concerned about the family, we're concerned about the children of God. That's the change in our life. At one time, it was all about ourselves. Now, it's a place that we follow in the footsteps of Christ and be concerned about others. Amen, brother. We do rebuke sickness in Jesus' name. All right. We seem like there's a, seem like a lot out there. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and, and, and we give you praise. And the testimony of Shannon is getting better daily, and you're healing her in the name of Jesus. Lord, I forgot to put up, and I'll tell them that uh, my uh, sister Brenda and uh, – her sister, uh, sister in Christ, Don, went to a women's conference, and they had a lady riding in the car that was saying what Christ did was not enough, that we're not eternally saved. So we're praying for that lady that she gets a hold, that she needs Jesus, and he is the answer. We just studied in the word, Christ has made this happen, and he's made it available for all of you, all of us, Lord, all your created children. Now they have to believe and trust you, and we pray that she comes to know that. Lord, we continue to pray for Sis Connie, and we thank you for the good report of her son being obedient and helping out. But, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, as she shared about uh, the situation with her husband, Rick, and the money, that it needs to be shared, that it needs to be distributed equally or in that speaking in it, it's between, not a, a one that's over the other and takes the controls every night. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, you make a way that she has electricity in her room. Lord, I know you're able. And I've seen you do it many times, even during the ice storm. We had electricity, praise God, and you can do the same for Sis Connie out there in California. Lord, we thank you that you do supply and provide our needs, that you watch over us and you love us and you're with us. Lord, I pray that you have others that would give her encouragement and give her wisdom and direction about the situation of the marriage to be reconciled or in a place and we put it in your hand what you want to happen next. Lord, we pray for Pam, uh, Sis Brenda's sister, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing. We pray that you would touch her and open up her veins. And, Father, that you would restrengthen and renew her from all the dead gum drug 
demon prescription jugs that has rattled her body. Father God, I pray for healing and renewal for her. I pray for healing, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank God for what the praise report of Cyprus going to recovery. Pray you're with her. Lead and guide her and show her that she needs you. The only way that she can overcome all that she faces. Lord, we pray for Chris in the name of Jesus that you would heal his eye and you would protect his family, his wife Anna, and their uh, son and daughter Christopher and Reagan, and watch over and protect them and their animals. Lord, we pray for Carlos. Lord, we pray for his eye and for healing. We pray for his lovely wife, Alana, and that she is with child. Watch over her and protect her. We thank you for her her wonderful children, uh, Jesse and Riley, in the name of Jesus. And she has one on the way, praise God. Father, we pray uh, uh, and thank you uh, for Brother Al and our, our good friend, Brother Al, in Sunshine. That this Sunshine has moved up to be with you. Now we pray you give comfort and know that Brother Al's not alone, that you're there with him and comforting in this time. We pray for comfort and peace for the Henley family and the Wallace family. And we give you all the glory and praise. And I know when your children pass or are graduated, it's precious in your sight. We thank you, Lord, for the time that we had with them. And we'll see them again as the same as we still think about our Pastor Victor and our brother in Christ. Father, we pray for baby Luke. And we pray for healing in the name of Jesus. And we come against fever and cold and tell it to go in Jesus' name and healing and breathing would come back into this child. Renewed how it's supposed to be, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you're greater than anything of the fall of this world. And we pray you intervene because of your love for baby Luke and for your daughter, uh, Sister Jeanette, and the family, and your love for us that you hear our prayers and you intervene. Father, we thank you and praise you for who you are and you, Lord Jesus, that you have made us Christ-centered by your life and blood and by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're very grateful, Father, that you're with us now and forever. We're very grateful for the love you have for us and the life you have given us. And, Lord, you're there when we're on the mountaintops or in the valleys or when we mess up or we're doing good. You're always there. You'll never leave us, forsake us, because you love us. And we thank you for everything tonight, Lord, taking heed to what you're saying to us for such a time as this. In the name of Jesus and all of God's people said, amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Now we're going to let this uh, Jeanette get here, uh, come and finish with this beautiful song about like our relationship with our Savior. Amen, sis. It'll be all right. You have time. If it goes over a little bit, we got a little grace. Amen. Amen, brother. He will hear our prayers. And I thank you all for praying and being prayer warriors. Very important. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, sis. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, sis. Okay, brother. I'll start. Okay. You go right ahead. Praise God. Okay. 
of winter and this cloak of sadness, I need you. For the evil things that take me, for the words that break me, I need you. Back 
I think the Lord was amazed a lot of times when the Gentiles believed. You know, I think he was. I think he was amazed at sometimes how uh, the Gentiles responded and it touched the heart of God. Well, bless you, sister. Thank you uh, for your uh, uh, praising the Lord and serving the Lord here. And like I say, sis, I, I'm telling you, each day as we go by, uh, there's so much. The Lord can come any time if, you know, something starts, you know, firing off, especially in Israel, and it starts to get major. Oh, look up. Our Savior's coming. He's coming. Amen. Really All right. Well, bless you, sister. We thank God for you and your family. We continue to pray for you. And, thank, you uh, thank you, sister. Run back to brother. Thank you for all your, your powerful prayers. Amen, and we love, we love your family, and love and prayers your way. And like I say, sis, we'll see you next week, or we'll see you in the air. <laughs> and that could be any Amen, time. brother. Yes. All right. Bless you. Have a uh, wonderful night. You, Have a wonderful and night. And shalom. All right. Okay. Have a great weekend. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, praise God. That's it. Everybody's gone, so glory to God and shalom and good night. Woohoo! Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. You're wonderful.